Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out and make sure you subscribed. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIBC. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. One of the more eye-roll-worthy things I saw over the weekend went viral all over social media. It was President Biden at Baskin-Robbins in Portland, Oregon, eating a big waffle cone full of, I don't know, it looked like cookies and cream. I'm not sure. And then some reporter asked him, Hey, man, what do you think about the economy? And with a mouthful of ice cream, Biden goes, ah, strong as hell. (laughs) Strong as hell. Nobody Fs with Biden. Um, Let's go to the drivehubler.com hotline and bring on uh, Nathan Brand, RNC Deputy Comms Director. Uh, Your thoughts of uh, President Biden boasting about the economy, uh, (laughs) using the word strong as hell as he was stuffing his face full of ice cream. It's it's too fitting. Uh, the best part about it, and I think your listeners know this um, all too well, is that cost of ice cream is almost up a dollar yeah. since last year because of his policies. <laughs> uh, it's just it, it's perfectly encapsulates this Biden administration out to lunch, out to ice cream, really, um, and out of touch with the struggle facing Americans. And if you notice, like, I think the public is starting to catch on a little bit with how this administration is covered nationally, because we posted on our social media the White House reporter from The Washington Post just showing the picture of Joe Biden eating ice cream, breaking it down. Nothing about what he said, nothing about the policies, nothing about a tough question. That was the story, that the president was eating ice cream, and that White House reporter from the Washington Post got lit up on social media. It feels like, Nathan, and maybe I'm just saying this because I see this every day, but this nation is really catching on to the media that carries the water for this failing administration. Oh, for sure. And like even CNN yesterday ran a story about how Biden has spent about a fourth of his administration on vacation. It's like, where is CNN? Have you guys been? Everyone knows this guy's been out um, out on the beach most of the time. Like this, they have to catch up at some point, because if you talk to a voter, which is the nice thing about election season, is a lot of these um, media outlets here in Washington, D.C. and New York, they climb down from their ivory towers and they go spend a couple of days out on the campaign trail talking to real voters. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, shoot, we've got a lot of issues on hand that we haven't actually been doing a good job covering, including Joe Biden. Um, And whether it's inflation, whether it's the economy, whether it's crime, regardless of the issue, a lot of these national news outlets are waking up and like, actually, when you talk to real voters, people are really concerned about what's going on in our country. No kidding. We've known this for a long time. You guys know it. Your listeners see it every day. They see it at the gas pump. They see it in the streets. It's a real problem, and our media doesn't get it, and they're finally waking up to it because they've got no, they got to catch up with it. Otherwise, they're going to look pretty stupid on Election Day when Republicans win big, and they've been on the wrong side of this equation for so long. Here's something they, here's something else everybody needs to be, you know, woken up to. Um, have you heard the new talking points? It seems like all the Democrats over the weekend got the talking points. Bernie Sanders got the talking points. Joe Biden got the talking points at the ice cream shop when I asked him about inflation. He's like, yeah, well, look. Yeah, there's inflation, but hey, inflation is worldwide. It's worse off everywhere else than it is in the United States. I felt like I heard that 20 times over the weekend, and that's not true, by the way. There's major countries around the world, including Germany and France, um, that are far better off than the United States. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, there's uh, their prices are up and stuff around the world. 
Yeah, sure, there's a healthy level of inflation that goes on every year. Nobody's seen at the levels we are except for some of these um, socialist countries in South America. Like, that's we're on a different level compared to where the rest of the world is. But here's the thing, though, is like, yes, Bernie Sanders and the Democrat talking points have gone out to say this. But what they don't realize is voters aren't buying what they're selling. Um, and a couple of polls over the weekend were very eye-opening on this issue. One was from CBS on Sunday. They said uh, 71% of voters hold Biden um, a lot or, or somewhat responsible for what's going on in this economy. They're not talking about Putin. They're not talking about the global inflation. They blame Biden for the problems we're dealing with right now. Um, that's why in the Fox News poll from last week, only 29% of voters approve of Biden's handling of inflation. If this was some big global issue, you'd think that um, they'd be blaming somebody else. No, they're disappointed with Joe Biden. They disapprove of his handling of the issue. They lay the blame where it rightfully belongs, at Joe Biden's feet and the reckless spending that got us into this mess. Nathan Brand is our guest. He is the RNC Deputy Communications Director. So, Nathan, I'm looking at some numbers here. Health insurance up 28%. Rent up 7%. Electricity up 15%. Gas up 18%. And that's not even touching on the things in the grocery store. I mean, these are the real issues that people care about. It's not January. 6th. It's not abortion. It's got to be all about the economy, right? It is. It is. And that's one thing that's actually fun to watch. Um, going back to my earlier point about like national media kind of waking up to this is they've started to go like, oh, shoot, Democrats may have miscalculated this. They There's a lot of issues that voters care about that aren't just abortion. One thing that also came up with some of the polls I mentioned, um, in the CBS poll, the issue of abortion came in at 7th. Um, in that Fox poll, it came in at 6th um, as far as priorities for voters. This is not the top issue. Ta- time and time again, the top issues for voters is, one, inflation, two, economy, and then three, and oftentimes, is crime. In often places, that takes the form of homelessness and a lot of other um, variations of that or drugs on the streets. It's a real concern for a lot of voters. But, no, you, you ticked off a lot of those areas where prices are rising, and it's very clear why that's a top concern for voters because you step in the grocery store, if you step into um, a restaurant or, or the gas station, you feel it. And um, just year over year, um, food at home is up 13%. Yeah. Cereal and bakery products, those are up 16%. Um, you try and go get a muffin at the grocery store right now, you're, it's 16% higher than it was last year. Dairy products, 15%. Um, non-alcoholic beverages up 12%, fruits and veggies. Um, I don't know if you guys are eating those, but some people are. <laughs> those are up 10%. Um, and then uh, meat, poultry, fish, and eggs, those are up 9%. So whatever way you want to cut this up, everything's up. Everyone's paying more, and um, it's expensive to live and, in and yet, America. And the Democrats still doubled down on January 6th when <laughs> they just issued a subpoena for Donald Trump to come testify, which I don't know if he could be compelled to or not. I'd love to see him testify in front of the committee. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see that back and forth between him and Cheney and Kinzinger. Um, but I, just to give you an example, I have a, a friend of mine that's running for a local office, and he has been really working hard here in Central Indy, going door to door, knocking, 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 knocking. I go, hey, just out of curiosity, how many people, like, you know, these people that are answering the doors and you're talking to them about the issues that they care about, does anybody 
uh, mentioned January 6th and Donald Trump, and he laughed at me. It's like a guttural <laughs> laugh. He's like, nobody, Democrat or Republican, that I've encountered, he's a Republican, but he encounters many different people when he gets knocked on the door. Not, uh, and and it, he doesn't, it, it's not even come anywhere close to that. And yet yeah. they're still using January 6th as a distraction here uh, almost to say, hey, we don't want the big bad orange man in power anymore. They, they, they constantly talk about Trump. He hasn't been president for two years. Yeah. Oh, it's nuts. It's nuts. And the only people who are talking about it are the folks sitting um, in the MSNBC and CNN studios. Yes. They, it, it makes no sense. Um, I, I, I truly have, it, we got calls earlier this year when these committee hearings were starting. They're like, what does this mean for the midterms? This is going to be a huge issue for so many voters. It's going to be in prime time. What is, what's going to be the, what's going to, what's the ramifications to all of this? And every time people will call, like we would call these reporters from all these national networks and we'd be like, guys, have you talked to a single voter in the last week? And they said, no, well, we've talked to all these Democrat operatives who said this is a big issue. I was like, well, there's your problem. Nobody <laughs> cares. So your, your friend running for office is smart to keep his focus on the, um, the issues that voters actually care about, which, again, is the economy. It's crime. It's the issues that affect their pocketbooks. That's where the real struggle is, and that's how people vote. That's based on their pocketbooks. I love the thought by moving it to prime time, people would watch it. It's like, well, CNN has a prime time lineup, too, and nobody watches that either. So good luck with that. I will say if if Trump somehow got in front of that committee and testified, it'd be the best ratings they've had yet. That might be appointment yeah. viewing. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with everybody. Uh, Nathan, real quick here before we let you go, uh, what are you guys hearing out of Michigan? Because for so long, it looked like Gretchen Whitmer, the old Gretch that stole Christmas, Big was going to run away with this thing. But, man, the last couple of weeks, those polls, they've really been tightening up. Oh, they really have. The big one, actually, um, I don't know if you and your listeners have seen this yet. Um, Emerson's out with a poll um, in the last 24 hours showing um, Tudor Dix and the Republican within five points of Gretchen Whitmer. The race is tightening there. And the reason for this, and I think this is one issue we haven't touched on yet, it gets often overlooked, especially in these governor's races, is parental rights is front and center. They don't want some bureaucrat trying to tell their kids about um, about sex in the third grade. They want to have parents be able to make those decisions. That issue, um, what kids are being taught in schools, what role parents have in their child's education is at the front and center in race, races like the Michigan governor's race. And that is why Tudor Dixon's surging at the right time, why that race is going to be incredibly close, and hopefully um, Indiana's neighbor can get a Republican governor. Nathan Brand, RNC Deputy Communications Director. Nathan, thank you so much for Thanks, joining Nate. us here in Indy. Hey, thank you, Hammer. Thank you, Nigel. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. We're coming back. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.